Welcome to the Getting Divorced Without Losing Your Mind podcast. I'm Corey Shapiro, the host. In this podcast, we discuss divorce news. We answer listener questions. I sometimes provide my observations about relationships. I've been a family lawyer for a while. I have a lot to say. In divorce news, what caught my eye, I don't know if you have these discussions maybe over Thanksgiving or with people about vaccine and COVID and you know, how does that interplay if you have shared you know, custody and parenting and parallel parenting and co-parenting? Well, you know what? Here in New York, we have two judges making rulings. And one ruling is very interesting, just happened very recently. And they said that a child, the first time a child has to be vaccinated. This couple had three children. The youngest was 11. The father objected. And the mother went to court and the court determined it. Now, remember, the court determines best interest of the child. That's what the court determines. And they sort of act as a super parent. Courts don't want to act as a super parent. They're going to try to do everything they can to have you two agree on things because it's, the judge sometimes says, you know, I'm the stranger in the black robe. But if you guys can't agree, I have to do that. That's my job. And I will make a decision. And what this judge did was just looked at the CDC, right, looked at the current state, looked at everyone else requiring vaccines and said, that's it. The child has to be vaccinated. Now, there was also a few months ago, another ruling where another New York state court judge ordered a parent. Now, this is not the child now, a parent to get vaccinated as a condition of parenting. There was one proviso, though. The judge says, "Ah, maybe that's a little too harsh for a parent, but I will require you to get tested every time before you see the child. I think there's some uh, new technology with these tests that are making it sort of fast and rapid. I don't know a few months ago where it was, but if you, you know, sort of like a breathalyzer, they can tell you if you if you drink or not. So that might be an out for a parent if they don't want to get vaccinated try to convince the judge that, listen, you know, I'll take a six second test. What's the problem? And I think judges will be okay with that. But it seems for children, they're not going to require that continual testing to see a parent. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And I know a lot of people do talk about that. All right, moving on to the question of the episode. MC asks, can I qualify for social security benefits on the work record of my ex-spouse? Well, MC, the short answer is yes, but as lawyers like to say, it depends. And we're just going to talk generally here, but the first thing you have to remember, you're you're either in or you're out, what I'm going to tell you next. You ready? Your marriage had to last at least 10 years. I literally have people come to me about nine, nine and a half years into a marriage and thinking about divorce, and the first thing I say to them is, Can you wait six more months? Because you might get spousal benefits under Social Security and it might be worthwhile. A lot of people don't know that. Another thing, before you are able to qualify for these benefits, you have to be 62 years of age. So let's say you're 52, you need the money, you've been married 10 years, and now you're divorced, you had been married 10 years, you want to go to Social Security, you want to collect. It doesn't matter if your divorced spouse is 80. It's based on your age. So you have to be at least 62. 
Another thing, and this sounds a little interesting to me when I learned about it, because it sounds a little bit controlling, is you can't be remarried. Excuse me? No, you can't be remarried. If you are remarried, then you could benefit potentially under your spouse's benefits, if they have those benefits. Interestingly, your ex could be remarried. I think a lot of this was set up where it was designed for females receiving it, but it is gender neutral. But just think about the control. So what's the amount? I think the the standard is about 50%. You either go under your social security benefit or theirs, which is 50% of what they would receive. It doesn't affect theirs. And whichever one is higher, you get. You can't get both. So if you get 1,000 under yours, 1,200 under your ex's, you'll get the 1,200. And again, it doesn't affect your spouse's benefits. How do you apply? Well, actually, the Social Security Administration has a very nice website. I don't know who the tech people are. Not that bad. You go to ssa.gov. You're probably going to need Social Security number of your ex. So have that now. If you're thinking about that, you probably have to have date of birth. You might even be required to have a birth certificate or a marriage license or a divorce decree, maybe even in certified form, which takes time. So you might want to just double check that. That could delay things. So that's about that. So I hope this answers your question about Social Security benefits. I hope you get it, MC. All right, we're going to wrap our episode here. If you go to podcast.gettingdivorce.org, you can submit questions. You can submit feedback. We're always trying to improve our show to provide as much value as we can. So thank you for that. As always, until next time, please don't lose your mind. Thank you.